You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You're listening to Adventures of Little Miss Detroit, where we explore the Motor City through the eyes of a precocious eight-year-old girl and her special guest. Adventure of Little Miss Detroit is recorded at Podcast Detroit's Midtown Studio. Hi, this is KJ, founder and host of Adventures of Little Miss Detroit. Detroit. So for today, I have invited one of the most artistic families in Detroit. The Rocks. This evening, we have Mrs. Yvette Rock and her two daughters, Arise and Cedar. So, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about each one of you? My name is Yvette, and I uh, am an artist. I'm a mom, and I've been living in Detroit for about 19, 20 years now, and um, just really glad to be here. I'm Arise. My name is Arise Rock, and I'm the daughter of Yvette, and I'm also an artist. Um, I love theater and writing and visual arts, and I've also lived in Detroit all my life. Hi, I'm Cedar, and I'm Arise's sister, and Yvette is my mom, and I've lived in Detroit all my life, and I really love to read. Arise and Cedar, can you tell us your ages and what schools you go to? So... I'm 14 years old, and I attend Detroit School of the Arts. I'm 12, and I'm turning 13 very soon, and I go to Charlotte Mason Community School. So, I mean, so, Miss Yvette, when did you realize you were an artist? I realized I was an artist probably about the age of maybe five or six. I was very intentional about drawing and making pictures since I was a little girl and my mom can attest to that so yeah I've always known it and I've always loved it oh that's really nice so Cedar and Arise what school do you go to and what grade are you in so I just started high school at Detroit School of Arts and I'm a freshman and I'm loving it I'm in seventh grade at Charlotte Mason So, Arise and Cedar, when did you start painting, drawing, and doing origami? So, my sister's actually the one who does the origami, but I've loved drawing ever since I was little, and my mom and my dad let me be, like, creative and express myself, you know, like, through pencil and paper. So, I've always loved drawing, whether it was, like, colored pencils or markers, and, like, I guess my passion for it has only grown since. Um... I've kind of always like drawn and did art because I live in an artistic family, so it's just how we are. And I really love to draw. And I started making origami when we had a class at school, and we did origami. So, so Yvette, you you said that you knew that you were an artist from a very young age. Like besides, you know, the actual drawing, like what let you know that you were an artist? Was it like a different way of looking at the world or like your personality? So besides just like producing Mm -hmm. art. Yeah. So I would say it stems back to, again, elementary age. (laughs) Um, I had an elementary school teacher named Miss McKinney, Mm -hmm. and she looked at my drawings and my paintings and really affirmed that I was an artist. Mm -hmm. And 
uh, in elementary school, she would send me to a special magnet program and I would take the bus once a week. So all this is very memorable to me mm-hmm. and important. And so really having a teacher and several teachers through middle school going to an arts middle school and then in high school going to an all arts high school and then, of course, going to college for art. So mm-hmm. it, it's always been a passion of mine and it's been affirmed by um, my teachers and family. Mm-hmm. So. so were you, did you know that your children would be artists? Were you shocked when they started showing an interest in art? Or did you know that that's something you wanted to encourage in your children? Um, I think kind of like they already said, it's something just in our home. They would be in my studio. Even I would give them canvas. And so from, a again, when they were very little, I really didn't restrict too much mm-hmm. of uh, artistic materials in my house. So it was messy, but that's okay. I knew that it was important to just expose them to a lot of materials. And they just, there was no forcing. They just mm-hmm. loved being creative and playing around with it. And they actually instigated a lot of their own creative actions and, and fun things. So, I think that's actually part of the reason why I love art so much. I feel like if I had been like forced into doing art or something it actually would have like probably closed me off to it because I feel like for me expressing myself like I have to have options and you know like my creativity can't be like just confined to like this one little thing so I'm really grateful that I was like allowed to like have freedom Mm -hmm. um, through the arts at such a young age. So Arise and Cedar what is your favorite subject and why? Oh man so this is hard. I'd actually have to say that it's English. Um, I really love my teacher, first of all. My teachers have always been amazing. Um, but I really like the subject. I love reading, and I love like the creativity of like writing and words. So I would have to say English, yeah. I really like literature because I love to read, and it's just really fun to me to have an entire class devoted to reading. And I also like art because art is just Awesome. Um, my favorite subject is math and reading because I love math so much. In my school, it's like I'm in second grade and it's so easy. And I'm going to have to move to fourth grade because everything is so easy to teach it because we have 25 students in our class. So... It's kind of hard for her, like, take me out of the crowd and teach me one-on-one um, a different lesson at the same time. And so, Arise, you talked about your love for literature. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, one of your literature projects? I think you published a book a few years ago. And and then, Karis, didn't you read the book? So, two times. Two, you read oh, the book wow. two, times, two times. So <laughs> it would also be good to hear your opinion and review of the book Harris. yeah so the trail to home it was self-published by the help of my parents um eva and joshua rock and it was just an adventure for me i have always loved reading and i feel like that's just another way to express myself through the arts because i consider like writing to be one of the arts and it's actually a free verse novel which is interesting because i like have never read free verse before mm. But when I writ when I like wrote it, it was um, it was kind of like doing a painting because in free verse you have to use like so many metaphors and similes and descriptions because it's not like normal writing 
right? It's kind of like poetry mm-hmm. in a sense. And so it was just really fun for me to write it. So I'm really glad that Karis enjoyed it as well. I'm glad that like younger readers and older readers both enjoy it. So, What type of art do you like to make and what materials do you use? Materials that um I really like to draw and like do like three dimensional sculptures and create things. It's just really fun for me. And me and my sister, we make little worlds out of popsicle sticks and cardboard and it's really fun. Wow, little worlds. Is that what you said? Worlds? Yeah, so there it's called Popsies because it's with popsicle sticks and we've mm-hmm. done it ever since we were really really little. We always we both had like really big imaginations kind mm-hmm. of so that was, like, another way for creativity to, like, grow in us, like, through the world of Popsy. So, you know, we still do it to this day, and I feel like we'll still do it. <laughs> yeah, they kind of started doing that probably, they were maybe you were four? Four or five, yeah. Five or something like that, and they would create these beautiful worlds out of, like they said, Popsicle sticks and <laughs> fabric and markers and cardboard. things like that and cardboard. <laughs> and uh, we would take our little videos and... They would do little plays even with them and actions, and I would record it and take pictures of, of all that. So. Well, Yvette, you've definitely inspired me when it comes to Karis because she is also an artist, and we have piles of cardboard and paints and modeling clay and paint and glue and hot glue and sequins. And so we ended up creating like a little room for her to try to kind of confine after um, paint splattered all over the couch and kind of ruined it. And so... So so it was like a wonderful (laughs) gift. And I, I love the space for her because... I don't really think that it's something that like she should clean up. Like I I just it's her place to kind of go and create like her her lab. And um she the popsies reminded me of her because she'll create these roller rinks and they have these little um what are they called? LOLs. LOL dolls and she's creating worlds for the LOL mm-hmm. dolls to like, live in. I've just I've just finished doing a movie theater. Um I've I made like one little frame out of paper, and then I like get two things and like to help me hold it on the cardboard, yeah. and then they can like watch a little movie. The first one I did was Moana, but I remade it, and I like it was Moana and the water and the sunset behind her. Wow, that sounds just like us. <laughs> like wow, <laughs> yep. no, the the friendship has been great for her. I was like, oh, Karis is an artist. <laughs> She just noticed that, like, a couple of weeks ago, I was so (laughs) mad. I thought she already knew that about me. (laughs) Well, I did it, and it was, um, I was talking to a woman at Living Arts. I think I told you this, you bet, and she was just talking about how artists create because it helps them, like, define who they are and kind of helps them see the world better um and just when she was talking about that i was like man this sounds like Karis." i came home and i was like are you an artist and she was so upset with me she's (laughs) like you didn't know i was an artist i've been an artist my my whole life right (laughs) um in a very dramatic fashion um so 
you know, right. so that was affirming, I think, for her. And since that moment, she, you know, said to me, you know, for my launch of the podcast, I want to wear something that's artistic. You know, I want, I want to express myself through my clothes and I want to, you know, I want it to be known that I'm an artist and that's how I see myself. I'm like, okay, hey, you know, but I think self-expression is important. Yes, it is. How do you hang your art? I know this is kind of a weird question, but... You have lots of stuff to hang, right? Yeah. (laughs) So you need a little help. (laughs) Yeah, I could give you some tips. Um, First of all, do this with your parents' approval if you're going to do any kind of nailing in the wall. (laughs) But basic uh, art hooks are really, really simple, quick ways to hang your work. And another way is 3M. Uh, tape because you can just pull that off and it doesn't damage the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another way that I used to hang my kids' art a lot is I would put two nails, maybe like five feet or six feet apart, and put a string <laughs> and then just uh, clothespin, clothespin yeah. <laughs> all their you know wet paintings. So as they're doing it, no. they can just hang it up and pin it up quick. So those are some simple ways. Well, how do you keep it from just piling up? Well, um, it piles up, but there you can get like flat bins, not the super expensive $3,000 like Mm -hmm. artist flat files for like archival work, but just simple um, bins. And then you can label them if you want to, you know, by year or just like I would have one for each kid. And I would just once it's dry, I would just put it in that bin. So and the another way that someone suggested to me is to photograph the work if you really like it, but you just don't want to keep everything. Photograph it, archive it, and then you can create a photo book at the end. Oh, that's a really good idea because I'm always like, Karis, do we have to keep every picture? I'm like, yes. I'm probably not the person to ask because I'm a pack rat when it comes to my kids' art. It's like, we were at a U haul. I'll hand it to them. I'll just hand it to them when they're older. Here Mm -hmm. you go. Here's all your art. Do with it what you want. We were at a U haul a couple weeks ago, and there I saw like the drawer of like Arise. It's like huge, like a Uh two foot drawer filled with all my stuff. I was from kindergarten, first grade. (laughs) it's really nice to look back on though when you're older i really i really enjoyed it it is it is when my grandma passed away i found things that she had kept of mine from like kindergarten or first grade and so it was like a wonderful gift uh to have those you know in my 30s yeah i like had um i've had piles and piles i've just had drawers drawers filled with arts and projects and everything and like my parents are like you gotta sort this out or either throw it away or Mm -hmm. sort it out and i'm like fine i have to sort it out i'm like i'm too lazy to do this so i'm just gonna (laughs) throw it all away throw it all away and do everything again well i do have a secret drawer where it's like this is the stuff that you know yes (laughs) every year i'll just squirrel it away here and she'll, she'll some things but that I, I still just don't can't. know where that is I know you don't because <laughs> <laughs> then you'll be trying to put your stuff in it <laughs> so Cedar what, what has been your favorite passion project so far your young artistic life like if you think about you know all the things that you like to do what's been one of the things that have you, you've been most proud of um, I think I'm really proud of like the popsies things that we do Mm -hmm. it's really fun for me and i really like doing that and also i have like this one drawing that i did of 
some random person that I don't know. I just drew a random face, and I was really proud of that face. Mm -hmm. It was a really good drawing. That's cool. Yeah, Cedar probably spends, I would say, easily 20 to maybe 20 plus hours around the holidays just making, making gifts, little yeah. tiny making gifts for people and then small popsy clay things mm -hmm. they're like so pieces, little they're very so detailed little sandwiches mm -hmm. that are have layers mm -hmm. in them lettuce <laughs> tomato so cheese <laughs> little and she paints them so uh -huh. like, just into the mini world you know she spends hours and hours she plans for like three she months before so oh, months really? ahead. Yeah. makes all our gifts it's, yeah oh amazing. wow that's wonderful i mean i think that's the the one thing we were laughing and karen's created tagline she's like i think the rocks are detroit's most artistic family <laughs> um but uh, the creativity Sweet. and the talent just um oozes out um even i know that um, you know, you've had a recent project, The Red. Mm -hmm. um, so can you tell us a little bit about The Red and the hours and the activities sure. um, and just what you hope to create uh, within the community in that space? Sure. Um, the Red is a children's art museum. And so far from my research, somebody could prove me wrong. It's uh, one of the only ones in Detroit that's going to be dedicated to uh, fine art for children. And we just opened in the fall, and it's part of – it's one of Live Coal Gallery, which is my business, Live Coal Gallery's programs, basically, and but focusing more on youth. And so we are basically right now in the build-out stage, so we still have a long ways to go, but we are open to the public on Fridays from mm -hmm. 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., and we are located at 80 Claremont Street, right near Woodward or in Claremont. So my hope is really to have community engagement in there and where um, not just youth, but the community can come in uh, and feel like they can make work in the studio if they want to. Hopefully we'll build up our supplies that people can come in and use it for free uh, and host different events there. So, yeah, those are some of the things that we are doing at The Red. How often do you make art? Um. I think really you kind of make art every day no matter who you are because art can be like really anything. So like for me, kind of I doodle sometimes. Arise teaching me how to doodle. I'm really <laughs> bad at doodling. <laughs> but I doodle sometimes in my notebooks and I feel like that could be art too and like all mm -hmm. the little random drawings I just do, like all that's art too. So I make art a lot, I think. Yeah, for me it's kind of different. So when I was little, I think I drew a lot. And then, like, I I have, like, these random bursts of, like, creativity. Like, one week it'll be like, oh, I want to draw everything. And then the next week, oh, I'm going to paint everything. <laughs> and then oil pastels and then markers and then, like, acrylics, charcoal, whatever. But lately, actually, since, you know, it's my first year of high school and everything, I found I don't have as much time as I would like to do art. And it's really been, like... It's been sort of annoying. At the same time, I love my high school because it's a performing arts school, so it's amazing. But at the same time, I find myself, like, you know, wanting to do art. So I decided to, like, um, write every day because that's a lot easier, especially in, like, a high school-type setting. So I'll, like, try to finish my homework as quick as I can and then try to do at least, like, you know, a page a day. 
And for writers out there, that's a good tip. Write every day, no write matter what. Day. Write yeah. every day or draw every day. Try or to. Or paint or doodle. Or, <laughs> or imagine. Or I imagine. mean, I, a lot of my work is is in my mind. Mm. I just start to imagine. Mm. You know, I don't. I definitely don't always have the time. I do a lot in the community and then raising mm-hmm. a family, of course. But um, I do a lot in my mind and my imagination so that when I do get the opportunity to yeah. get the physical you know, physical uh, materials, and I have an idea of where to go. Now, that's important. I was telling Karis, I think getting out of the habit of expressing my creativity was probably the one thing I regret. I mean, when I was younger, I used to draw and paint and all types of things, and then I never really considered myself an artist. And so I think as I got older, I just got farther away from that. And then Mm -hmm. I was... um, you know, Karis was asking me if I ever painted. I was like, yeah, I used to do it all the time. I used to take, you know, painting classes and art classes. And she's like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know. But I think that I've been able to, I've had spurts like, you know, floral designing mm-hmm. or interior decorating or just little projects around the house um, where I'm like, oh, that's an expression of creativity, um, which I think when you maybe transition into, quote, unquote, a real job, right, right, you lose that sometimes. It can be, oh, a hassle. What type of paint do you use? Oh, it's probably a lot of different types, like a brand. Are you asking about a brand or like acrylics versus, I don't know. Like whichever one. I use acrylics, actually. I mean, that's basically because, you know, my mom's studio would be filled with paint. And, you know, I would go in there and like try to (laughs) steal her paint tubes and like, yeah, it's all acrylic. Yep, lots of missing paint tubes. Usually acrylic. I switched them. Once I started having a family, I started using less toxic materials. Oh. So, you know, I thought that would be a good thing to do. Right. Um, <laughs> Did you so, start using... Uh, more water-based paints. Um, water-based. Yeah, versus oils. But I, I will be getting back to mm-hmm. oils. And um, I guess what what suggestions do you have for parents, uh, Yvette? Uh, as far as, like, encouraging their children's creativity and their, like, self-expression? I think my daughters put it pretty well, which is um, give them options, put yeah. things in front of them, and don't don't limit them at an early age. So I I hope you know I can be an encouragement to parents who have kids who show some kind of interest in creativity, where um, you know they put out different materials, and there's so many different. There's take them. Oh, I take my kids everywhere. Ev- like. Galleries, museums, mm-hmm. plays, puppet shows. So I recommend that parents take their kids to see other creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, and that mm-hmm. will, I mean, I know that inspired my kids as well as just being friends with other artists. Yeah, I think the best thing about my childhood was like, um, not only like expressing myself, but like seeing all these different things, like my parent, my mom, especially, she would take me everywhere. And I think the best thing about a kid is their imagination. And it like when you're little, everything seems possible. Like it just mm-hmm. there's so many options. And it's like you don't need to be like forced into like one path necessarily. You just need to see stuff laid out in front of you and be like realize like, oh, I can I can do this and I can do that. And I think seeing other people actually doing it is like 
it's so inspiring and you're like wow like if they can do that you know i can do that so yeah like i said before like options are big options so i think what is your favorite detroit adventure from an art perspective like when you think about because detroit has a very robust artistic community there's always shows and gallery shows and pop-ups and murals going up and so um how has detroit kind of influenced your art or influenced you cedar and arise and kind of if you think about your most favorite adventure in detroit from an art perspective what was it Wow, that's a big question. I mean, when I think of Detroit, like, I, I love it. I love how it's, like, a city that has always, like, come back and everything, like, no matter, like, the odds. And I think, for me, like, a big thing was seeing all the murals. I think the murals, especially around, like, Eastern Market and stuff like that, the murals are, to me, are amazing. And even, like, you know, how they say, like, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Like, even seeing, like, some of the graffiti that mm-hmm. is, like, um, that like hours is spent on and like all these bridges that have like beautiful murals all over them I love that I love seeing like art like not just being made in the city but like a part of the city actually mm-hmm. so that's that's as beautiful to me I think Miss Yvette how has Detroit changed since you were a kid whoa well I wasn't here when I was a kid but although I was a lot younger, 20 years younger. <laughs> I feel like kid is relative. Uh, kid is relative. <laughs> I was in college. Hey. <laughs> um, how's it changed? Oh my gosh. That is a good question. Um, you know, there's a special, Detroit's pretty special. I've lived in a couple different cities. I've lived in New York City. And I've lived in Miami. Those are two big cities. (laughs) And one of the things that stands out to me about Detroit is the people. Mm -hmm. Um, The friends that I've made here and the community that's here is so real. And so in terms of change, I feel every year as I spent more time here, my love for the people and my friends and those I'm getting to know deepens, really. I love going to people's homes. Um, so, I, you know, I'm, there are lots of changes and there are external changes and buildings being renovated. And, you know, there's buildings I photographed from 1999 to photographing them now and seeing like, wow, that building has changed a lot. So there's a lot of transformation that has happened over time. But I think the spirit of the people... Um, I think that that stands out to me the most as as something beautiful of the city. And I hope the only change regarding that is that it just continues to grow deeper and deeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In closing, how Detroit are you and why, Cedar? Uh, well, I, I love Detroit. Detroit uh, is awesome and... It's my favorite city in the whole world. And I'm really glad that I live here because there's just so many amazing people and, like, all my friends live here and it's kind of, like, what I know and it's just I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. That's wonderful. (laughs) 
In closing, what is your favorite adventure in Detroit? Oh my. Um I this I hope this doesn't sound corny or cheesy, but <laughs> oh man. I really do love seeing my children take so much joy in their time here in the city and watching them. Like I love watching their success stories. They're like you know, I won't go into details, but like if my my daughter just did something really special and very creative um and I'm so proud of them, you know. Um that's just one of the highlights for me of of being in the city and I absolutely love the the artists um that I am around in my neighborhood and throughout the city who've really just shown me a lot and are continuing to teach me a lot. Mhm. So, it's been great to have you guys on Adventures on a, of Adventures of Little Missy Trick. Thank you so much. This is KJ signing off from Adventures of Little Missy Trick. Don't forget, you're never too old or too young for an adventure. Make sure you like our Facebook page.